With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I am your host today. I appreciate you finding some time out of your busy day to spend with us. It's always an honor. As I always say, time is that one commodity that you just can't get back. I recently read an article, and the title of the article was, Why 2021 is the Year to Outsource Accounting. The article went on to say that they had surveyed 1,700 small business professionals, and this survey revealed that outsourced accounting services provided them with more time to focus on their business, implementing best practices from their outsourced accounting firm, made their accounting easier, and advice from their outsourced accountants resulted in increased profits. So that's what we're going to be talking about today with Jeff Provost. And Jeff is the co-founder and chief development officer with SmartBooks Franchise, which is a new franchise concept that provides finance executives to small business owners. Please help me in welcoming Jeff to the show. Jeff, welcome to the show today. Thank you so much for having me, Linda. Very excited to be here today and uh, looking forward to a great conversation. Absolutely. You know, Jeff, I believe that so much happened during the pandemic last year. So, folks, if you're listening to the recording, this is September the 2nd of 2021. And I believe that there were many things that happened last year that we're probably not going to go back to the old way of doing things. Now, before we get into that, Jeff, tell me a little bit about your background. What attracted you to SmartBooks? And why did you guys decide to franchise? Yes, definitely. So uh, I've been with SmartBooks coming up on three years, but the company's actually been around since 2009. So we've been around for 12 years. Uh, One of the things that really attracted me to the business was uh, really the focus on the small business customer. I've worked in some some large organizations, publicly traded organizations and, and things like that. And ultimately, I really enjoy much more entrepreneurial environments, and, and I love the small business arena. Uh, so that really kind of endeared me to, to SmartBooks. Um, Calvin Wilder is our, our founder and CEO, and I just love his vision for the company. 
this is his second business. His first business was an IT managed service provider that provided outsourced IT support to small businesses. He built and sold that to Staples. And uh, then he saw kind of an opportunity to take the same business model with the same customer and started SmartBooks to kind of deliver on his practice of finance and accounting. And when he started the company, he's always had a vision of building a national brand. He didn't call it Wilder and Wilder. He called it SmartBooks. And, you know, I was really attracted to, you know, taking all of the great work that he had done over the last nine years. And how do we kind of, you know, build and scale the business in the, the decade ahead, right? And so uh, that's what kind of led us down the franchise path and looking towards franchising as kind of our, our strategic growth model for the business uh, moving mm-hmm. forward. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as I was saying, I think things changed last year. And, you know, Jeff, so many of the the independent business owners, they were really in a crisis above what just the lack of business presented to them because they had to figure out the daily changes of the PPP, of all of the everything that was going on that was so over their head because they were just trying to focus on selling their widget. So did you see that the services that you guys provided, did it really fill a gap for some of those small business owners that were struggling? It absolutely filled that gap. And so one of the things that we saw was we've, we've got you know hundreds of customers that were doing the bookkeeping for each month and Mm -hmm. things like that. But what we ended up seeing was a lot of demand for more of that strategic financial advice and guidance and counseling. And it's, it's those things that you're talking about. And it's, how do I, how do I think about, you know, forecasting what's going to happen in my business and what are the different scenarios? And am I going to have to lay people off? Should I be hiring? You know, we saw everything from, you know, businesses that had to shut down to those that went on and thrived and, and in both of those scenarios, how do they how do they plan? How do they think about you know the different uh, you know actions that they might need to take and where they need to scale back or where they need to double down? And mm-hmm. and so they really needed that strategic finance partner to help them with you know forecasting and understanding their financials and making good you know financial decisions. Not to mention, like you said, the the daily changes in PPP and the other loan products and and how do I how do I make sure that I'm tracking things properly and is this going to get forgiven and how do I do my applications and, and all of those pieces so we we really kind of saw and and partnered with our clients through all of that and, mm-hmm. and it did change the landscape and it really changed uh, you know the way that I think a lot of these small business owners view their financial partners too and mm-hmm. you know recognizing you started at the top of the the podcast around the need to, you know, really focused on, on outsourced accounting and things like that. The demand is there. And, uh, you know, we are seeing huge, huge, huge upticks in new business and leads and inquiries and requests for support and additional services from our existing clients and, and things like that. So that we're, we're very much feeling that, uh, mm-hmm. that, that article that you referenced. Mm-hmm. You know, Jeff, one of the things that I have seen over the years is when I network with independent business owners, say it's Mr. Plummer. Well, Mrs. Plummer uh, just naturally becomes the accounting department. 
and the daughter becomes the HR department, and the son, well, they find a job for him as well. But I believe that there was so much pressure put on these independent business owners to know more than just their widget last year. They had to look at, just like you're saying, they had to look at their business and make strategic decisions on things they'd never been faced with before. So do you see that one of the reasons that that companies are outsourcing is self-preservation. They've got to do something if they want to survive, and they need the help more than Mrs. Plummer can do. Yeah, we're definitely seeing that, and and you know, a lot of times when when we engage with a, a business owner, we're replacing either you know either the business owner is doing the the books themselves, or it's their spouse, and their spouse says, hey, if you don't find another solution, yeah. I'm going to have to find another solution, right? And and so that's mm-hmm. not a good position for them to be in, mm-hmm. or it's some multitask employee, it's an office manager or something like that who is juggling this along with a hundred other things, and so. I think, again, I, I think with with the chaos of the pandemic and, you know, all of those strategic decisions that these folks had to make, like you mentioned, it, it really just put a tremendous amount of pressure on these, these you know, mm-hmm. these individuals. And they, mm-hmm. they, were, they were lost and things were changing so quickly. And, you know, they just really found that, yes, I might know QuickBooks, but do I really understand accounting? Do I really understand what, you know, what this information is telling me and how do I make sense of it and, and how do I make sure that I'm making good decisions and, and all of that stuff. And, and so that's where I think it really just opened up their eyes to, okay, I need the help of an expert. And mm-hmm. a lot of times we can get in and we can provide not just an individual, but an entire team, a bookkeeper, a senior accountant, a CFO, we can do payroll, we can do HR, tax, all that for you know less price than what they're going to spend for you know one or two full-time employees that right. that would be doing these things and you're you're not reliant on that one individual knowing absolutely everything because we have experts in all these different areas that can you know can provide their guidance and expertise on that specific area not just kind of a, a jack or a jill of all trades if you will yeah and you, you don't have to be faced with the issue that if uh, the bookkeeper, Mary, ends up walking out and finding another job. She's not carrying all that knowledge with her. Um, right. I, I think that is a, a big piece as well. And you also hear about these small business owners that they hire someone and they end up getting scammed. Um, you know, this person takes $1,000 here. They have ghost employees. Um, by turning the accounting department over to SmartBooks, it really takes care of any of those internal audit um, issues, doesn't it? All of the financial controls and things like that that we put in place to protect them, we don't want to be moving money. We, we won't do it. 
we're not going to give ourselves, you know, access to their bank accounts. We're not going right. to do wires. We're going to put in bill.com, an accounts cloud-based accounts payable system, and we're going to set up uh, approval flows for, you know, expenses over certain thresholds, and the business owner, you know, has to approve them, and, and then and only then are the funds, you know, allocated. So we really, we put all the right financial controls in place to protect them mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. Protect, protect them from, from fraud and from that rogue employee that, you know, might yeah. be, uh, you know, dishonest and, and things like that. So that's, that's a huge piece of the value that we can bring uh, yeah. to, to the business owner. And, and again, it's back to, it's grounded in kind of a, this core belief that they need more than just bookkeeping. They clean yeah. books are a must have, there's no question, but they need more financial support to make key business decisions. And mm-hmm. they, they shouldn't, but they often do, but they shouldn't just make decisions based off of what they have for cash in the bank. They should really make mm-hmm. sure that they understand their true financial performance and what's driving their profitability or their lack of profitability and, and things like that. Uh, and so that's a, that's a key piece to our, our value. So on that same note, Jeff, um, what size companies are a good fit for smart books? So we, we tend to work with clients that from when we, when we bring them on board, they tend to be somewhere in the $1 to $10 million in revenue or uh, operating expense if they happen to be venture-backed range. Uh-huh. Uh, typically, again, it's typically you've got one person that's kind of doing everything. It could be their spouse. It could be the business owner themselves who, you know, took an accounting class in college and therefore they're qualified to do the accounting for their business, right? Uh, they yeah. typically don't have a DFO or controller. They don't have integrated tax and payroll. They've got no redundancy. Everything is reliant on that individual and, and what's in their head. Uh, they're, they're limited in terms of, you know, technology and, and understanding just like, you know, with PPP, the, the daily changes, technology is rapidly evolving and that's not slowing down. And there's so many things out there. And how do you, how do you spend the time to, to learn these different tools and figure out which ones actually make sense for me and my business? And what do I have to spend in order to implement it? And am I going to get a return on that investment and all those things? So those are a lot of the things that these, you know, from a behavior standpoint, a lot of the things that we see that these, these business owners are, are, faced with and they just mm-hmm. need someone to help them. And, uh, you know, I, I know I mentioned this last time that we were, we were together for a podcast, but most small businesses, uh, you know, don't go into business for themselves and say, I want to do my own books and spend my right. time managing my finances, right? Like that, right. they have to do these things, but that's not why they do what they do. They, they want to mm-hmm. sell more of their service or sell more of their widgets or whatever the case may be. And, they really shouldn't be spending a tremendous amount of time on all these back office things. Yeah, most definitely. Well, Jeff, now that we have a, an idea of what Smart Books actually offers, let's talk about that franchise opportunity. So when you are looking for prospective franchisees, what type of experience are you looking for in these franchisees that will make um, a good uh, Smart Books uh, franchise owner? Yeah, so that's a great question. I, I guess first, uh, we've got a couple of core beliefs, and I mentioned one of them, but, you know, the first one, just again, is small businesses need more than just bookkeeping. Uh, you know, they, they really need access to experts at a price that they can afford. We believe that every every business owner 
you know, would benefit from at least some type of engagement from a CFO. Even if it's not, you know, they can't afford to bring on a full-time CFO. You know, if you're doing a million dollars in revenue, you're not going to be able to afford a, a high-priced CFO to come in in most instances and, and you know, and help you, right? But there's still tremendous value in the experience that a CFO can bring to the table and can help you to think differently about your business and things like that. Um, we believe that these small businesses should get more for their, their dollar and, uh, you know, be able to kind of tap the, the various expertise of, of different types of resources. And they ultimately, they shouldn't have to settle. So that's kind of our core beliefs. But, um, you know, when it comes to our franchise system, uh, you know, we, we enable our franchise partners to, you know, personally deliver that strategic CFO level uh, guidance, right? So fractional CFO services. Uh, and so we're specifically looking for people who are, finance and accounting practitioners, you know, people who have been a CFO or a controller or an accounting manager or even a CPA who, you know, who really aspires to do more uh, than, than just the, the tax returns and wants to add more advisory services and, and things like that. Um, we're not looking for the person who has a desire to learn QuickBooks. That's, that's very important. But, you know, ultimately, again, we believe that these business owners, yes, they need someone who knows QuickBooks and can do the books regularly and can keep them up to date and can, you know, do things timely and accurate and all that stuff. But really what they really need is that finance partner who can kind of help them and guide them to make better business decisions. So we're looking for the CFO, the VP of finance, the accounting manager, the controller, uh, you know, the, the CPA, the director of finance, you know, those types of, of backgrounds and profiles. We're not in the business of teaching you how to be a better finance or accounting professional. Uh, we're in the business of teaching you how to leverage the, the knowledge, skills, and experience that you've developed over your career and translate that into a business that you can build for yourself that's bigger than your individual billable hours. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's a key piece of what we're, we're looking to do. Mm -hmm. um, so, Jeff, when I'm thinking about this person, um, I'm thinking there are a lot of C CPAs out there. My late husband, he was an interim controller, CFO type. And why would someone who has their own small book of business of interim fractional, whatever you want to call that CFO controller position, why would they consider uh, maybe coming on as a smart books franchisee instead of just finding clients on their own? Sure. Uh, so we actually, we work with a lot of those types of, uh, you know, engagements with our, our direct clients. So, you know, businesses that do have an interim CFO or a fractional CFO. And so we've, we've become friendly with a lot of these folks over the course of time. Uh, even from a, a smart books franchise prospecting perspective, we're, we're actively engaged with, you know, a number of people who are part of some of these other big CFO systems that exist out there. And one of the things that we've heard time and again from, from these folks who are either part of a system or they're just kind of on their own is they, they love the work that they do. They love working directly with the business owners and really being able to help them. Um, they, they make good money their income is limited to how many hours they're willing to work. So it's, you know, death by billable hour, right? And so what they really don't have is the ability to have 
recurring revenue that isn't entirely reliant on them. And so, you know, to, to be able to go into a client and, uh, and say, I can help you with your books, I can help you with your payroll, I can help you with your tax, and I can do this strategic CFO piece for you, there's tremendous value in that versus just going in and only having that one tool in your tool belt, which is the strategic CFO piece without all those other pieces. So mm -hmm. a lot of times what they end up doing is they get engaged with a client and they get in and they say, you know what, your books are a disaster and you're not compliant with your payroll processes and things like that. And, you know, the, if they can't provide the solution, then they end up bringing in someone else and right. they refer it out to other people that they know. So they're leaving revenue on the table that could be theirs, uh, mm -hmm. but they're, they're giving that up to someone else because they're not suited to, to be able to deliver those types of services. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's a big piece of, of the value is that one-stop shop, being able to really mm -hmm. provide that full finance department and not just, you know, just the CFO piece or just the bookkeeping piece or just the payroll piece or the tax mm -hmm. piece, et cetera. Right, right. So if someone's listening out there, Jeff, and they're thinking, you know, maybe that's something that I'd like to do. I'd like to be able to um, offer something bigger than just me. So how would someone, um, do, they, it, do they have to have employees? Do they, is, there, uh, is this a brick and mortar? Um, tell me what all of that looks like. Yeah, sure. So we, we've been a franchise supplier for a couple of years now at SmartBooks. So we've seen a lot of different franchise systems and concepts and things like that. So we were able to kind of build this with you know, some of the best things that we've seen from other, other systems out there from the ground up and start with the luxury of you know, starting anew and, and just saying, okay, we're, you know, how, do we, how do we kind of design this so that we really focus on franchisee success and make it easy for people? And so uh, with that in mind, uh, you know, one of the key pieces is on the service delivery front. So again, we're looking for people who are practitioners. We're looking for people who can do the, the accounting work and the strategic finance work and things like that. So as you're building your business, you know, you could, you know, you could theoretically do all or most of the work yourself and you could kind of maximize the margins as you scale. Uh, so maybe for the first couple of clients that you get, you're going to do everything. And then at some point you, you want to make sure that you're not just spending all your time, uh, you know, doing bookkeeping because it's not necessarily the most valuable piece of your time. Right. And so you can, Build your own team. Uh, we can we can help you with recruiting. Uh, you know we've got all of the the training to onboard and train your team on the SmartBooks way and and how we deliver the service in a scalable way, remote and and all that stuff. Or you can leverage our team. And so we've actually designed it such that uh, you know our franchise partners can can go out there. They can acquire the clients. They can do the you know the strategic piece. And they can basically subcontract the work back to us. And mm -hmm. so we can, you know, our team can kind of deliver on their behalf. Uh, they can still, they still own the client. They still own the relationship. They're still making good margin on that. Um, and then at some point, maybe, you know, maybe they do want to hire their own people and they can. And so it's just very flexible on the service mm -hmm. delivery piece. We really want to make it easy for them to, to win the business, to say yes and to not be mired down in, you know, in hiring and retaining and, you know, backup coverage when someone's out on vacation right. and all of those other things uh, as they're scaling. 
Right, right, exactly. So you mentioned territory. So what does that territory look like when a new franchisee is coming in? How do you divide that up? We, and, and this is one of the, again, one of the benefits, I think, of having, uh, you know, the ability to, to kind of look at all of these other systems and, and with our own experience working with franchisees and franchisors, seeing what works and what doesn't for these types of businesses and, and things like that. And so one of the things that we elected to do was we, we opted to go with a territory list structure. Um, and, you know, we did that for a couple of reasons. The first is, uh, We've, since 2009, we've been set up to deliver our services remote. So, um, you know, we're not the, the bookkeeper that's going to come into the office every Tuesday at 3 p.m. to kind of empty out the shoebox, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're going to put cloud-based technologies in place. We're going to make sure that we design the right accounting, you know, policies and processes to, to be able to do things at scale uh, from remote. So we've always kind of had that belief in mind, and that's how we're, we're kind of set up to operate. And then a lot of business continues to come from referrals. So if you do a good job and you earn the trust, you have to have those things. Um, But inevitably, you get referrals from your clients. And what we didn't want is if, if, Linda, if I was working with you directly and, you know, and then you have another business owner, friend of yours, and you say, hey, you've got to talk to Jeff. Jeff is amazing. He's doing all these great things for me. Um, But, Jeff doesn't have that particular zip code, right? And we just didn't want to get into all of the complexities of, well, right. now your friend wants to work with Jeff, but has to instead work with Sally because Sally is the franchisee in that location and whatever. Mm-hmm. So we just didn't want to get into all of that complexity and just mm-hmm. make it easy for, for our, our franchisees to, to kind of work with clients anywhere and to be able to scale. And mm-hmm. a lot of what we see, you know, when you look in the finance and accounting ranks, you, you see a lot of people that tend to be, um, you know, they stick with a particular industry or business model. And so, you know, you might have a, a CFO that spent their entire career in, you know, SaaS-based technology companies. Yeah. And so, you know, that yeah. SaaS client that really needs that SaaS experience they could be in California, they could be in New York, they could be in Florida, they could be in Wyoming. And, and so, you know, part of it is kind of matching, you know, matching clients with the right, you know, CFO partner for them. And that could be based on industry, it could be geography, it could be, you know, a particular type of specialty or experience and things like that. So that's where we believe that the, the territory and the structure will really, really help us. Yeah, most definitely. So, Jeff, someone has decided, okay, I want to become a Smart Books franchisee. When do you help them in acquiring a new client? We do. So, uh, you know, a couple different pieces. And again, you know, we're we're talking with finance and accounting people who don't necessarily have a tremendous amount of business development and sales and marketing experience, right? right? So right. we've we've designed everything to be able to, to kind of support that, right? So, uh, you know, our franchisees get, you know, dedicated, uh, you know, pages on the smartbooks.com website, highlighting them and their business and the services that they can offer, uh, making it easy, uh, you know, integrating that with Google and, and focusing on SEO to drive traffic to their business, making it easy for prospects who land on their page to, you know, schedule a discovery call with them and, and talk with them. So, you know, definitely focus on driving traffic to their digital properties and, and helping them with that. But then also, uh, even just 
prospects that come onto smartbooks.com or through any of our other kind of inbound channels that aren't tagged to a, a franchisee, we're going to distribute those leads out to our, our franchise partners. Um, and again, that could be geography, industry, you know, stage, you know, different things like that. But there's a, a big piece of this, which is not just giving a list of 100 uh, businesses to someone in a script and saying, here's 100 businesses in your area, here's what you should call and say, but actually delivering to them someone who showed up on smartbooks.com, raised their hand, said that they're, into, you know, interested in one or more services, you know, we'll even do the initial qualification of that call and then we'll distribute it to our franchisee. And by the way, you know, a big piece of what we do is that ongoing coaching and support. So, you know, when they get that prospect, and especially in the early stages as they're, they're you know, learning, you know, how to sell and, and how to describe the value of the services, we're, we're there to hold their hands every step of the way. And they can, they can pick up the phone and, and call us. We can join them on that sales call and make sure that they are, you know, accurately uh, representing themselves, making sure that they can learn from our mistakes where, uh, you know, we know which clients aren't going to be a good fit client. It, it could be, you know, a particular industry or it could be something where, um, you know, just you get kind of that sense for, you know, what they're, they're asking for versus what, you know, they might really need or if they're, if they're looking to just go with the lowest price, you know, you might be tempted to, to lower your price in order to win that business. But in the long run, then you're not going to be profitable and that's not necessarily the best thing. And so, but how do you kind of overcome that? So we really spend a lot of our time, energy focus on helping our franchisees with those pieces. How do you build your business? How do you win the business? How do you kind of, uh, you know, expand the business once you, once you have that client? And again, you might get them with just the basic bookkeeping, but then, you know, how can you kind of expand? How can you, you know, earn the trust and then, you know, win the payroll business and the tax business and do the strategic CFO piece too. So all of that is there to, to help them with the franchisee in mind. Yeah, I love that. Jeff, I'll tell you what, I need to take a quick commercial break, but I know my listeners, like me, we love stories. Do you happen to have a story that you could share with us when we come back from break? Sure, sure, I'd love to. Wonderful. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break, and we'll be back with more from Jeff Provost with SmartBooks. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio, where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, 
change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. Linda Ballesteros here, and my guest is Jeff Provost, and he is the co-founder of SmartBook, which is the outsourcing accounting accounting firm, I guess you would say. So, Jeff, when we broke for commercial break, you said that you had some stories you could share with us. I sure do. And this is just, I, I think a, one of our core values at SmartBooks is deliver scalable solutions. And, you know, we really focus on, on being able to add value for our clients at every phase of their journey. And so the, the story I wanted to share, it's uh, one of our existing clients uh, they've actually been a client for seven years, and when they when they first signed on with us, they had about 47 employees, and they outsourced everything to us. So we were their finance department, we were their payroll and HR department, we we did everything for them. And um, over the years, we've had a fantastic relationship, and uh, they they experienced some tremendous growth. And part of that is because they were able to focus on you know, growing and scaling their business and not get mired down in the details of the back office, right? And, uh, you know, just recently, uh, in the last week or so, uh, they they just raised another $200 million and they got a $3.6 billion valuation. And, wow. you know, throughout this, this time period, they're still a client today, throughout the seven years, um, they, they outgrew us from a, a finance and accounting perspective. They needed to hire their own CFO and, and you know, accounting team and, and things like that. But today, we still process payroll for them, and we still partner with them to help them, you know, think through the, the payroll technology landscape and how do they make sure that they've got the right pieces in place that can add value for their teams and, and make sure that they're delivering the right benefits packages and uh, make it seamless for people with, you know, electronic onboarding and all of these different things. And so what started as kind of a, a basic bookkeeping engagement morphed into a lot more. And by the end of this year, they're going to have a thousand employees. So it's just a great success story going from, you know, and to be able to partner with them along the way, going from 47 on their path to a thousand and, you know, for, you know, maybe a, a couple million dollars to, a, you know, a, a multi-billion dollar valuation, uh, just a, a tremendous uh, success story. And, and that's why we do what we do. That's what drives us. It's, it's really about, you know, these long-term partnerships with clients. It's being able to, to recognize, okay, you know, we're not going to be the, the outsourced finance and accounting solution for them forever. Uh, but, you know, let's get them on a path to success. Let's free them up to be able to focus on the pieces that they love doing and are good at. And it's just great when we see that actually come to fruition and work and that we can still find ways to add value even at the, the scale and stage that they're at now. So, Jeff, it sounds like it's almost cafeteria style. It's scalable. The services that a client uses is not an all or nothing, Right. Yeah, yeah, it is. And and so there's a menu and and so everything from the basics of we can pay your bills and we can reconcile your bank and credit card accounts each month up to, you know, we can we can do strategic, you know, cash flow forecasting and we can help you, you know, think about uh, you know, preparing for an exit and, you know, how do you 
make sure that you've got all the right pieces in place to, to you know, prepare to sell your business in the next couple of years and, uh, you know, understand your, your client and project profitability and, and things like that. Uh, so that's on kind of the finance and accounting piece. Um, on, the, on the payroll side, uh, things like, hey, I just hired my first employee or I just hired a, a, an employee in a new state. And what do I need to do? How do I how do I think about registering and uh, making sure that I'm collecting and remitting the appropriate payroll taxes? And what happens if I have an employee in a state, but uh, they they're no longer with us, and now I'm getting demand notices from the state because they they still think that I should be paying payroll taxes, but right. I'm not. And and so we can help with all of those things in in a variety of ways. We can either set them up for success with a platform, get them registered, you know, properly so they've got good compliant processes and then they can kind of own it and do it on their own. Or we can do a full fledged, you know, we're going to do everything for you and we're going to do your benefits administration and make sure that you've got, you know, people set up properly in all of the different 401k and health insurance systems and, and, and everything in between um, on the, on the payroll and HR side. And then, for tax, uh, you know, there's a couple pieces there too. So we do, you know, tax filing and, and for state, federal income tax. Uh, but also, you know, more recently in the last couple of years, we've actually seen a lot of demand for sales tax services. And a couple of years ago, there was a, a, a Wayfair ruling uh, that passed. And previously, businesses needed to have a physical location in a particular state or, or jurisdiction in order to have a sales tax obligation. And mm-hmm. with this ruling that passed, that's no longer the case. So now if you, you know, if you sell a certain amount of, you know, goods or services in a particular location, then you may have sales or use tax obligations there. Right. And so, so many of these small businesses have no idea or they have an idea and they don't know how to, how to kind of navigate it and make sure that they're doing things the right way. So we actually can help them, you know, do what's called a nexus study to understand where they've got sales tax obligations and how do we get them set up properly and how do we have a good compliant process moving forward for capturing sales tax and remitting it and all those things. So it's really all of those things are, are part of our menu and, and, you know, it's, it's there's so many different ways that we can add value. Um, it's really around let's have a discussion, let's talk about your needs, let's uh, and then we have packages, but you know let's let's figure out which package makes the most sense for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So on that that note, Jeff, if someone's listening and maybe they're interested in the services that SmartBooks offers, or maybe they're interested in that franchise opportunity. Where would they go to find out more information? Sure. So uh, anyone who's interested in in our direct services, you can go to smartbooks.com. We've got a website uh, with lots of helpful content and resources to help the small business owner uh, to to better understand their finances and and also a lot of descriptions in in terms of the types of value that we can can bring to them and, and all of those different areas that we've talked about. Um, we also make it really easy for people to uh, just have a free kind of 15-minute discovery call with with our team and and you know talk about your your business challenges and we can give you some you know free guidance and advice and and hopefully it's valuable enough that you would see benefit in in you know signing on with us. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's part of what we we can do on the direct side. And then for franchise piece, uh, we we actually have a dedicated franchise website. It's smartbooksfranchise.com. 
and we, we kind of talk about our story. We talk about who our ideal candidates are, go through the, the regions and territories that are available. I mentioned that we're territory lists, but there are certain states that require uh, franchise registration and things like that. So we're working through that process in a number of locations. So that, that page is all up to date with which states were, uh, you know, allowed to sell franchise licenses or award franchise licenses in and, and things like that. So smartbooksfranchise.com uh, has lots of great tools and resources there. And, and similarly to smartbooks.com, you can, you can book a meeting and, and talk with me and, and the team and, and we can kind of talk about your background and your goals and see if it might be a good fit. That's great. Well, Jeff, we're close to the end of the show here and I have those final three questions. And the first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest that they do to prepare for the process? Uh, there are tons of great resources out there to, to help people, uh, you know, understand the franchise world and, and, you know, think about how to evaluate a concept and, and things like that. Uh, so I would, I would definitely, uh, you know, just kind of try to educate yourself on the franchise business model. Um, you know, really uh, take the time to, to align up some good resources and advisors to help you too. Uh, you know, obviously Linda, you know, as a, a franchise broker, you know, helping, helping these, uh, you know, prospective franchisees to, to understand the franchise world and to, you know, look at multiple systems and, and, you know, even, hook them up with different advisors who can help them understand an FDD or even, you know, even help them with, you know, they might not have a finance background and how do I know, you know, how much money can I actually make with this thing? And, and, you know, is, is this aligned with my personal goals and things like that? So I would definitely encourage people to, to work with a franchise broker. Um, and then again, just try to line up those resources that can help you. So for example, uh, just a, a shameless plug for SmartBooks, we actually work with franchisees who are evaluating different concepts. And we can, we can look at the, the FDD with them. We can you know, help them build out a pro forma and, and you know, think about you know, what are all the different factors that uh, you know, they need to be thinking about in terms of the, the business. You know, what are their revenue expectations and expenses and what can they make? And so we can help them with that. And there's, there's lots of other people that can help with those things too. But, you know, to find someone who can kind of help you navigate the finances, the legal pieces, uh, you know, just, uh, again, you know, which systems are good, which are ones that you might want to avoid, right? And, and so, you know, I think those resources are, are really critical for someone who's making such a big leap. Absolutely. Absolutely, Jeff. And so the second question here is, and I, we probably talked a little bit about this, um, what are two traits that make a successful franchisee? So I think, you know, I think really it's about leadership. And so I think someone who is a, a good leader that, you know, can kind of engage and inspire, uh, you know, the people that they interact with, whether that be their team, whether that be their clients, uh, you know, they're, they're not afraid to delegate. They're not going to try to do everything themselves. They really recognize the benefits of, uh, you know, of surrounding themselves with good people. They're not intimidated by people who are maybe better at them better than them in, in particular areas. So I kind of lump that all under the leadership uh, bucket and umbrella, if you will. 
Um, so that would be thing number one. And then I guess the other piece is I, I really think for franchising in particular, I do think it's important that you've got an entrepreneurial spirit, but it, it also needs to be balanced with your ability and willingness to be able to trust the process and to follow, you know, the established processes and procedures. You know, we, we see it unfortunately time and again where, you know, the franchisor develops all of these great tools and systems and processes, and then franchisees don't follow them, but then they get mad at the franchisor that the system doesn't work, but yet they're too proud. They think that their way is better and therefore, you know, they're, they're not being successful. And so I think, you know, to, to find someone who, you know, isn't afraid to give feedback if something could be better to share a best practice, but who's willing to give it a shot and willing to kind of embrace, you know, the franchisors put a tremendous amount of time, energy, effort. They, they prove these things out. It's not like they're inventing them out of nowhere. And so, you know, to be able to trust that this is, this is intended to work for you and to, to be comfortable enough with embracing that and, and using those systems. Um, but then, you know, also able to give feedback when it could be better. Mm-hmm. So those are Absolutely. the two things that I see. Yeah, most definitely. Um, Jeff, I know that you've been working with franchisors for quite some time, and now you guys have franchised the Smart Books um, protocol here. What do you see the future of franchising look like? I think uh, I, I think there's a lot of uh, uncertainty in, in some regards with the franchise business model, uh, and there's a lot of you know, legislation that's out there and a lot of lobbying that's happening through the International Franchise Association on behalf of the entire franchise community. Um, but I think franchise will ultimately persevere. I think, um, you know, I, I think the model makes a tremendous amount of sense. There's, and I can't recall the exact stats, but, you know, hundreds of millions of people that are employed through the franchise business model as, you know, franchisees and their, their teams and, and things like that. And I think it's going to continue to grow. I think there's so many, uh, you know, so many people out there that, that are going the, the solo consulting route and freelancing and, and things like that. Um, but, you know, many of them, uh, and, and we work with a number of those folks too, you know, many of them end up, ultimately not being successful and and it's really hard to to start your own business and to go entirely on your own and you know and to be able to persevere and so the the benefits of being on your own but not alone with the franchise business model i think will continue to uh you know to to continue to fuel the growth of the franchise business model overall right and mm-hmm. people who want to be you know out on their own they're tired of their corporate jobs they don't want to go into the office anymore they want to be more in control of their time and their income and all of that stuff but you know recognize that there's benefit in you know aligning myself with a brand and a concept that, you know, has a proven track record and has, you know, all these things that are built and can teach me how to do these things. I think that's only going to continue to to grow. Yeah, most definitely. You know, Jeff, there's a movement now and it's called the great resignation. And it is exactly what you're describing. People have decided uh, that they no longer want that rat race. They don't want that commute time. They want to spend more time with the kids. And that's where franchising, I believe, 
fills that void um, for them. They're still able to use skills. They're able to build a business, but they're able to also uh, not do it alone. So if there's someone listening, one more time, Jeff, if someone's listening and they want more information about SmartBooks, um, whether it's the services or the franchise opportunity, where would they go to find that information? Smartbooks.com is the best place, uh, and, and we actually even have links over to our smartbooksfranchise.com website. Um, feel free to uh, reach out to me directly as well. My, my email is just jprovost at smartbooks.com. Um, and, you know, love, love chatting with people about, you know, all things franchising and business and finance and everything. So always looking to uh, communicate and collaborate and network with people and, and things like that. So feel free to reach out. Wonderful. Hey, Jeff, it's been great catching up with you and loved having you on the show. I look forward to staying connected and see where SmartBooks goes. Thank you so much, Linda. I really appreciate it as always and uh, looking forward to uh, you know, staying connected as well. Absolutely. So, folks, you know, the outsourced um, industry is really growing, and today was a perfect example. Our conversation with, with Jeff at SmartBooks was a perfect conversation. And as always, I'm going to leave you with this quote. It's by Peter Drucker, who is an educator, author, and management consultant. Do what you do best and outsource the rest. Keep that in mind. Thanks so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.